On this episode of My Life at a Weird Angle, I'm going to be talking about anchors. And anybody that's spent any time on the boat, or any boat, or just knows anything about boats, knows that they have to have an anchor once they get to where they're going, so that they don't drift. And for me, the word anchor has multiple meanings, besides just something to keep a boat from going off into the oblivion. When I became a beta in my fraternity, I was the last person on the line of brothers that were being educated at the same time, which made me the anchor. And the anchor's real responsibility, like I said, is to keep things from from drifting. And I like how in the Bible, there's a passage that says, keep yourself anchored to hope. And being that I've had my master's degree in literature and linguistics, I'm really keen on word usage. And really, the only reason to say that, hey, you should keep your heart anchored to hope is because there's the chance that you can drift. And not necessarily drift because there's a big storm. Like when the hurricane came barreling down when I was in design school. But usually just the regular day-to-day stuff of life. I mean, it doesn't have to be some really stressful, extreme situation for you to drift away from hope, to drift into doubt or fear or depression. It's usually just a little bit at a time. Wherever you are, you didn't get there, you didn't become this version of you all at once. You became there. You became that version of you all. You became that version of you bit by bit day after day, situation after situation. And having the right anchor, anchoring yourself to hope, hope that you'll walk again after a spinal cord injury like me. Hope that you'll get through this master's exam. Hope that you'll find an amazing partner to spend your life with. Hope that your family will serve God just as you do. You know, hope that the money will come so that you can build the house of your dreams. Anchoring anchoring myself to hope has really been the difference between doing it with a good attitude, living with prosperity and, and joy, or living in despair. Because I don't have what I have. I'm not successful in my life because the challenges didn't come. But because I chose to be anchored to hope. I chose to anchor myself to the promises of God rather than my circumstances. When things got super bad and when I broke my neck and my girlfriend was having an abortion and my friends were just gone, my parents really found out the type of life I was living. I was, it was like I had cut my anchor and was just far, far out in the ocean adrift and didn't know what to do. For a long time leading up to that injury, I wasn't anchored to hope. I wasn't anchored to God. I wasn't anchored to righteousness. I was just adrift. Adrift making random decisions with random people at random times. And I found myself depressed. I found myself unsure. I found myself angry all the time. 
I never thought that something that seemed so tragic at the time of breaking my neck and all that was going on that summer, but that was actually the catalyst for so much greatness in my life. It was like that situation was pulling my boat back from the middle of the ocean to be anchored to something profound and sustainable. Once I began to search internally and to stop looking for someone else outside of me or some situation or, you know, some miracle science to just cure me, I started to build myself and not just build my body, but to build my mind and my spirit and my soul to anchor my soul once again to hope, hope that, you know, I can have a good life, hope that I can use my body and I can grow and I can move. Hope that I can still be an athlete and develop new strengths and new abilities. Once I reattached myself to that anchor, I stopped drifting around. Of course, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody's on cloud nine the whole time, every day. You just can't be. So I've drifted here or there with the natural ups and downs, ebbs and flows of life with challenging situations or when things just don't go the way that I thought or when I'm just blindsided by some situation. But I remain anchored, anchored to hope because that's what I decided. And not just for practical reasons, but I've really seen how it's made a huge difference in my life. When I was the anchor on the line with my fraternity brothers, I felt a real responsibility to know my information, to know what I was talking about, to be able to keep us from going off the cliff. And it strengthened me. I take that I took that situation very seriously, that position very seriously, and I'm still holding it down, as my uh, my ace says. I'm never going to give up. It's because of what I'm anchored to. But sometimes, you know, like I said, we can get anchored to the wrong things. We can get anchored to depression or guilt or worry or doubt or fear or drugs. You know, we can get anchored to discouragement or bitterness. I've been there. I've known people. We've all known people that were anchored to those things and not anchored to hope. So how do we get back? You know, you don't need a dramatic situation like breaking your neck and your life having to start all over again in order to to get back. But something that I teach my clients, my kids, my wife, myself is first and foremost, pay attention. Pay attention to the things that you're saying about yourself and about your world. A lot of times it's little tweaks that we need to make that would change a sentence from you know, an, a wish to a declaration. Rather than saying, you know, I'm going to be healthier this year. Saying something like, this year is my year to be the healthiest version of myself. I am ready and willing to transform my body. I am healthy when I see myself When I imagine myself in the future, I am healthy and I am able to accomplish great things until my death day. Our life, once I noticed this, our lives are not our circumstances. 
Our lives are the story we choose to tell ourselves. Our life is the hope and the things that we choose to anchor ourselves to. Sometimes you have to cut the line because you're anchored to the wrong thing. And if you don't, you'll be stuck forever. I heard Joe Osteen speaking about anchors earlier, and he was saying how when he was a kid in high school, he went on a fishing trip with a buddy of his and his dad. And they tossed out the anchor while they were fishing, of course. And when it came time to leave, Joel went to pull the anchor up, but it wouldn't budge. Then the dad jumped in and it still wouldn't budge. And they, you know, drove the boat around trying to unlodge it, but it just wouldn't budge. And sometimes it's hard to break free. It's hard to break free from a from an abusive relationship. It's hard to break free from traditional curses that your family is going through. Oh yeah, my grandpa was an alcoholic. Oh yeah, my dad's an alcoholic. That's why I struggle with alcoholism. You know, not everything is going to be easy. But sometimes, as soon as possible, you can get a knife and cut that anchor, cut that line, and set yourself free. Yeah, for a while you may drift and like, okay, well now what? Okay, I left that abusive relationship or... Okay, now I'm going to, you know, believe that I can be healed after this injury. But now what? How do I how do I keep going? How do I get to a good place? How do I establish a new anchor? You establish it by talking positively and strengthfully about your own world. Actually, I don't even know if strengthfully is a word and it sounds like it's not. But beside the point, using bold language Bold and strong language, like the scripture tells us, let the weak say, I am strong. Not to let the weak say, I'm weak because this happened to me. No, I'm not saying to deny reality, but I am saying to use your words as the powerful tools that they are. Wherever you are, you didn't get there all at once. You got there one word, one drop, one situation at a time. In order to get better, you have to get better one word one drop one thought one situation at a time and that's the great thing about the day one mindset is that it teaches you how to do that i did it first and foremost for myself because i needed to get out of that pit i needed and i needed to establish a new anchor in my life an anchor that wouldn't let me drift into oblivion anymore once i established reestablished that relationship with god and And just that connection of knowing that God is for me, that the universe is for me, that he wants to give me great things. But it's up to me to say, okay, I'm going to stop drifting. Okay, I'm going to let you be my anchor. Okay, I'm going to do what I know is right. Okay, I'm going to put effort into my life. Okay, I'm not going to pretend that I don't know what to do. Okay, I'm going to move forward no matter what. Okay. I am going to let go of the past. Okay, I am going to hope for the future. Once those things kicked in, repeatedly, of course, after such repetition in time, I I was able to use my imagination to go along with it. Like step two in the day one mindset, using my imagination properly to envision myself in a great place, anchored to hope, strength, money, power, respect fulfillment and joy and letting the other things go 
and focusing on what I wanted, which is step three and declaring that I only have solutions to get there because like scripture tells us, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It doesn't matter how long it takes. There's plenty of stories throughout scripture, which I love that things seems extremely impossible and unrealistic. And it, sometimes it took a long time for the vision to become real and tangible in their lives, but it always happened. And the good thing is, you know, you learn and become so much more powerful of a person in the process. When you choose to anchor to hope, you know, the storm is still going to come. You're just not going to drift away. You might get beat up. You might get some barnacles on your the hull of your ship. You might get a busted window. You know, you might even get a bit of sea seawater on your deck. But when you're anchored to hope, it won't last. Like scripture tells us, everything that we see is subject to change. So being anchored to hope always pays off. The perseverance has taught me so much, and now that I'm able to teach it to other people. Using this day one mindset, my self-talk, my imagination, focusing on my what, declaring that I only have solutions and being grateful for it, both now and in the future, has allowed me to do so much in my life. Has allowed me to not be a victim of my circumstances and to create the world as I see fit. I think it's only right that we anchor ourselves to glory. It's really what we all want anyway. Glory, respect, to be valuable and valued, to love ourselves and to be happy and peaceful. These things only happen when you're brave enough to cut the line to the things that are anchoring you to negativity or to doubt or to fear or to worry being brave enough to just cut the line will make all the difference in your world the good thing is you don't have to get permission from anybody i certainly wasn't asking for permission when i cut the line from you know the life that i used to live to start thinking about and declaring and moving towards the life that i thought would be awesome I was just, well, just about to turn 17 when my accident happened, well, when my injury happened. I don't call it an accident anymore because it wasn't a surprise to God, even though it was to me. But there's plenty of things in this world that are not a surprise to God, but are a surprise to me, which is a whole other conversation. I didn't know then all the steps that it would take for me to get to where I am a happily married entrepreneur. But what I did know was that I was going to cut out the things that were not conducive to that. I was willing to do more good than harm. I was willing to show up day in and day out. I was willing to be valuable and be strong because those were the things that attracted, attracted me. I just asked myself, you know, what if, what if I could be bold and strong and stylish and fun and rich and world traveling? And that's exactly what happened. But it didn't start. I didn't start that process. I wasn't able to go down that path in my boat, in my life until I cut that anchor, cut the anchor 
of the weight of the negativity and the doubt and the depression and the guilt and the anger. Those things are never meant to be a lifestyle. A lot of people have heard this phrase where it says, this too shall pass. You know, everything has come to pass, not come to stay. We're not even the same person we used to be. I'm not the same person I was when I was 10 or 20 or 30. I'm constantly becoming something new. We're, we are all becoming something new. So if you're still anchored to the same things for your entire life that are not conducive, then it's just going to keep you from achieving greatness. Being anchored to hope, like scripture tells us, allows us to live in our imagination with joy. Because hope is the substance of things, or faith is the substance of things hoped for. You have to have hope before you can have something to believe in, before you can have faith. Hope is just saying, man, there's got to be better, right? There's got to be better than this. There's got to be a better relationship than this abusive one. There's got to be a better way to live than in poverty. There's got to be a better solution than for me using a wheelchair for the rest of my life. There's just got to be. And believing in that got to be has really helped me to become the man that I am. Bold and confident, successful, worthy and happy, peaceful. All because of what I chose to be anchored to. Like everything else in our lives, it's our choice. Our choice. 100% of the time in 100% of the situations our choice so ask yourself today especially if things are going sideways especially if you don't feel great especially if you're angry or upset or just not achieving what you know you can achieve pause for a second ask yourself what are you anchored to what kind of things are you saying about yourself and about your world are they discouraging or are they lifting you up What kinds of things are you seeing around you? Are they discouraging or are they lifting you up? It's been said that we all have two wolves inside of us. And it only matters which wolf you feed. The one that's angry and depressed and negative or the one that's joyful and hopeful and powerful. It's really up to us. We all have the capacity to be great. In our own way. Our own unique way. Remember that the likeliness of you even being alive is like 1 in 1.9 trillion. You're more likely to win the lottery 10 times than to be born. So the universe has already conspired for you to just exist. But now it's up to you. Now that you're here, you can choose what you're anchored to. And yes, of course, it's going to seem scary and damn sure uncomfortable. But we all know that it's way better to be joyful than angry. Way better to be rich than poor. Way better to be happy than sad. Way better to be emboldened than depressed. We already know what we all want. Those things are never going to change. 
It's just up to us to decide what we're going to be anchored to. Because that, my friends, will dictate just how far we're able to go. And when we get there, just how stable we'll be. This is my life at a weird angle.